Yo, what up? How's it going? This is Chris, and it's Friday, and I cracked a beer. Um, I didn't quite make it all the way through sober January. It's because my birthday is on the 20th, and I only go until my birthday because I'm not not going to have a beer on my birthday. Uh, but anyways, it's Friday. We're relaxing a little bit. It's almost the end of the day, and... Uh, this is a really great time to do a podcast, but it's also an interesting time because some news rolled through about advertising, and I think it has it may have a very big impact on small businesses and breweries, of course, are in that category. And typically, I try to steer clear of political news, you know, but in this case, I thought it was just super relevant to this industry and to what I'm doing as a advertiser and as a marketer so I wanted to talk about it and really what I want to talk about is like what it would mean for small business advertising if the banning surveillance advertising act passed so on January 18th 2022 depending on when you're reading this or listening to it uh, it may already be gone but on January 18th, just a couple of days ago, a bill was introduced that could have a major impact on the way that small businesses advertise. But how? Right? So I, I want to try to dissect that a little bit. And, you know, I want to start by trying to understand or explain a little bit about the two major restrictions proposed in the bill. First, the bill would stop the sharing of contact lists, unique identifiers, and other personal information. That stuff is, is pretty straightforward and it's already things that are happening. It's not really anything new. We've known about these sort of crackdowns for a while now. They've been going on for like all of 2021 and even in 2020 there was restrictions. Think about like the, the banning of cookies and some of this stuff that maybe you've heard about. But second, the second part about these restrictions is that there are direct restrictions on contextual information being gathered and used by advertisers. And this is where it gets interesting. So a quick lesson on how this kind of advertising works, how a lot of digital advertising actually works. So when you are digesting content online, companies like Facebook and Google and others, they're making associations between you and the content you're interacting with. Then they store that information and use it to group you into like different targeting buckets. Then advertisers use those buckets to build target audiences. This contextually sourced data is kind of a gray zone territory when it comes to personally identifiable information. It's a zone that advertisers have been comfortably comfortably living in for a while but now that's like changing this new bill states that collecting and using information from users based on the context of the content they're engaging with is not allowed not anymore they say for example if you were on a blog about craft beer then google wouldn't be allowed to use that context to identifying uh they wouldn't be allowed to use that context to identify you or your device as someone interested in craft beer. So they wouldn't be able to put you in a bucket of somebody that's that's interested or has an affinity for 
craft beer or beer in general or anything like that. They wouldn't be able to use that contextual information. And advertisers would not be able to use that information to advertise you in different places. Okay. Now, the bill does say that straight-up contextual ad placements are still okay. It's just not cool to collect data about users based on that context. So to clarify, let's go back to that craft beer blog example I just gave a second ago. It would be fine, according to this new law, that an advertiser runs ads for, let's say, a hop grower on that craft beer blog. Like if you were reading it and there was ads for a hop grower on it, okay. It just wouldn't be okay for the advertiser to mark you as a like a craft beer enthusiast in their server and then run ads for the hop grower during your next Candy Crush session. So then, for the sake of argument, let's assume the bill passed. Let's assume this these restrictions actually roll out. What kind of changes would actually take place while you're running ads? So these are like the predictions that... I think are likely to happen, that could happen. You know, I don't have a crystal ball, of course, but these are things that I'm thinking of. So right away, I think that interest and behavior targeting, they're gonna get like way worse or completely go away. Right now, we can build target audiences based on a whole bunch of stuff. A lot of it's based on affinity categories like craft beer, dog lovers, or international travelers, just to name a few of them. Here's the thing, though. There's like hundreds of options within any given targeting platform, any given advertising platform. And when you layer these options together in different ways, there's like an infinite number of audiences uh, of variations that you can have. Without the data from contextual environments, though, these affinity audience categories are going to get way less accurate. Like how are... (laughs) Google or Facebook going to know that you're a dog lover or into craft beer or or travel internationally without this contextual information. They might be able to infer somewhat, but it's just going to be way less accurate. And this is already happening right now with the privacy restrictions that rolled out throughout 2020 and 2021. And it caused a lot of criticism of the effectiveness of platforms like Facebook ads. I saw it in data that I was running for clients during those times, it just got worse. You know, as the data gets worse, if it continues to get worse, there just really isn't a point in using these affinity audiences anymore. Like, how are you going to know that they're accurate? So therefore, why would you use them, right? Next thing, contextual placements, like straight up contextual placements are going to become the standard for like interest-based digital advertising. If we dump affinity audiences in the trash, then the reasonable option for targeting based on any sort of interest or behavior will become contextual placements. That means that if we wanna run ads to someone interested in brewing beer, for example, then we need to place an ad on a web page or an app whose content is about brewing beer or having anything to do with beer at the very least. Would this make Facebook advertising pointless then? Good question. Perhaps, but perhaps not either. You know, if Facebook were able to find a way to serve ads on the type of organic content you were viewing right in that moment, and, and they were able to serve that or be able to get that information without getting any more information, then maybe they might have something. 
here, here's what I'm suggesting. Here's an example. Let's say you're scrolling through your feed and you watch a video from your favorite brewery. It's like an organic post that you see. Then immediately after watching that video, you're served an ad for like a different brewery, like literally the very next post or like in stream in that brewery video or or right after it, let's say you're watching reels or something like that. And in between reels, if you had just watched something about a brewery, then they serve you brewery content. Maybe that would be okay. Like could Facebook consider the organic brewery post as context enough for serving another brewery ad to you? I wouldn't put it past them. That's for sure. Another thing that might happen. Geographic targeting gets more broad. Okay, now if you look at industries where there are where there is already tighter restrictions on advertising, like real estate, for example, then you'll find the ability to run ads in specific geo zones is not possible. For example, if you're running Facebook ads in the real estate industry, then the smallest geographic radius you can set is 15 miles. And 15 miles is huge when you consider more densely populated areas like Chicago, New York, LA, like that's a, that's a huge number of people, which just means that it's not as accurate as, uh, you know, let's say like a one mile geo. With a continued emphasis on limiting advertisers from gathering personal information on individuals and groups, that means that geographic zones have to be limited, right? I mean, consider how much you could infer about people living in a specific zip code or within one mile of each other. There's just so much information you can understand about those people. So if they want to try to limit that information, then they have to limit your ability to target that tightly within those geos. Okay, another thing that's going to happen, I think, is that advertising costs go up. Unfortunately, I actually don't see any other circumstance more likely than this one that advertising costs go up. This is going to happen for one of two reasons, or perhaps both. First, because targeting will be less accurate, ads will be served to a larger portion of people that just aren't ideal for whatever the product or service is. There's essentially going to be more wasted impressions. And with more waste, that means it's more, uh, it's going to take more money to reach the same number of the right people as you were before. You know, it's just like mixing a bunch of, you know, of the wrong people in and your ad dollars are still going to, you know, go as far as they used to. You're just going to have more unqualified audience members in there, which means you have to advertise to more or a bigger group of people to, to reach the same number of qualified people. Two, there'll be less variety in the targeting options and more advertisers are going to be competing for the same space. So without the ability to target hyper-specific niche audiences, then I see brands that never really competed for ad space before, they're going to start to bump into each other. Think about it, though. How many different companies want to run ads to a you know group of 25 to 45-year-old men that live within a 10-mile radius of each other? A lot. There's a lot of brands you could probably think of. Uh, you know, Even if they're not craft beer or whatever the case is, um, you know, they're, they're potentially targeting those same kind of groups. So uh, I just see advertising costs going up for sure. Out of all the things that I mentioned, I think advertising costs for sure is gonna go up. Um, but you know, it's not all doom and gloom 
right? Even if the bill passes and all of my predictions come true, digital marketing isn't going away by any means. You know, the internet's only growing uh, and the technology that's getting involved is like evolving as well. You know, think about virtual reality, think about the metaverse, you know, we're hearing about all these things. That's gonna become super relevant when it comes to advertising. So, you know, digital advertising is not going anywhere um, anytime soon. Uh, so that's happening. Also, uh, you know, I, I personally think that these restrictions are probably better for society. You know, advertisers shouldn't have access to this much information, okay, about you or about anybody. We probably had access to too much information. And I'm an advertiser. I've been doing this for like a decade. And I'm saying that, okay? So I think it's probably better overall that we head in this direction. Uh, you know, and finally, it will be more challenging to run effective campaigns for sure. There'll be a lot more emphasis on what your message is for starters. You know, getting the message right and having something that, that actually is impactful to someone is almost gonna be like a filtering mechanism. You know, think back to what I said before about the audience uh, being mixed with people that might not be qualified for your particular service. You know, we're gonna have to rely less on the easy button that was all this crazy information we had and more on the quality of the message and the quality of the ad to stand out and to attract the right person into your into your brand or into your tap room or, or to have an impact on them. Does that mean that the overall quality of advertising gets better? I certainly hope so. Maybe we'll cut the fat here and, and we'll only have, uh, maybe not only, but we'll have a lot more of the good advertisements making it and, and good brands making it as opposed to a lot of crap, right? So... Okay, so those are my thoughts. You know, tell me what you think. If you've been at this far in the podcast and you're saying, you know, I don't think so. I don't agree with you, Chris, then, then tell me about it. Um, if you do agree or, or you have other questions, shoot them over to me. You drop them in a comment or, or check us out on socials. If you thought this was interesting, you know, share it with your buddies. Share it with your colleagues. Drop it somewhere. I'd love for uh, it to help someone else too. So that's all I got. I appreciate it. And we'll catch you next time. See ya.